People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. This podcast, Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast, is really all about this black cloud that has followed me my entire life. The issues that I always have and possibly those that you can relate to. Now, if it's something that you need serious professional help, I'm going to send you to my buddy, Dr. David Markwell, PhD in Ridgeline Counseling. If you're anywhere in the state of Georgia, he's got three different locations, right? In East Cobb, Marietta, near the square, and McKaysville, which is right outside of Blue Ridge in North Georgia. But he does the virtual sessions, so you can get a hold of Dr. David Markwell at any point in time. I don't care where you're at. Reach out to him at markwelltherapy.com. I've known David for a very long time. He's a great guy. He's not your stereotypical, you-know-what, shrink type of guy. This dude really cares, and he knows his stuff, and he can help you. He can do wonders, right? So uh, there are 10 therapists who work at Ridgeline Counseling. They can assist with a wide variety of behavioral uh, health issues like anxiety, depression, relationship issues, parenting issues, uh, trauma, substance abuse, just you name it, you got an issue. You know, look, you got to talk to somebody, right? You can talk to me if you want, but why don't you go to a pro like Dr. David Markwell, PhD in Ridgeline Counseling? You know, this day and age, it's not keeping it a secret anymore. You need to tell somebody so you can get the help that you need. Like I said, they offer personal and virtual sessions. Dr. David Markwell is here in Georgia, but he's got the virtual sessions, so he can help you out anywhere. MarkwellTherapy.com and Dr. David Markwell, we thank you for sponsoring Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. You want to keep those looky-loos out of your face when you're driving down the road or even in your house or just want to block the sun. If you're in the Atlanta area, Top Hat Window Tinting, uh, they're remarkable. I got to tell you, I not only used them for my daughter's new car, she turned 16, right, but also for my man room uh, because during football season, that uh, 4 o'clock game, man, that sun sets right in the perfect position to drive me absolutely nuts. So I needed a nice dark tint, and they did a fantastic job. Uh, I mean, real pros, these guys, at Top Hat Window Tinting. So two front doors starting at 125 if you're doing it for your car. Full vehicle starting at 275 You're going to add style and privacy while reducing heat, as well as 99% of ultraviolet rays. Mobile services available. That's what they did. They just rolled right up to my house and did it. Residential and commercial uh, free in-home consultations. That's where it all started with Top Hat Window Tinting. Actually, I found them on the Instagram, right? Uh, again, if you're in the Atlanta area, tophattint.com, 678-761-2360. When you call them, you say that you heard it on Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast and you want to get your stuff tinted, and they'll take good care of you. Again, tophattint.com, and we appreciate them sponsoring Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. This would be episode 31. Yeah. We have surpassed the 20,000 download mark. We have gotten a badge. Actually, we're on, we're at 22, almost 23,000. Last couple episodes have been uh like we doubled the amount of people listening. Boom. That's yeah, pretty cool. Expanded. Yeah. Just got an alert at the time of us doing this podcast, Gene Simmons test positive for COVID. 
Oh, yeah, makes wow. sense. I am so shocked. Yeah. Paul Stanley was positive, and now Gene is positive. They're making out. That means that they've been very close. Yeah. They're uh, in the same facility. <laughs> well, Gene's tongue stretched over to Paul Stanley and licked him, got his COVID off of his face. So hopefully Gene's vaccinated. I'm sure he is. I would hate for something to happen to Gene Simmons. What's the religion that's against vaccinations? <sighs> He's Jewish. I don't, it's not Jewish people, right? It's not Jewish people. It's is it Seventh Day Adventists? Yeah, probably. It's something like that, or it says Watchtower people. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah. They, I, think you're I right. grew up with a, a kid whose parents were like that. Are they, Mormons? Is it more? It's like it's either Mormons or it's Seventh Day Adventists. Maybe both. Maybe I both. Th- I think you're right about the seventh day one. Yeah, like they don't give their kids Tylenol. They don't give their kids vaccinations and stuff like that. You know, you got to think like now that the vaccinations are open to younger people and, you know, 13, 14 year old is making all kinds of decisions. Uh, but what if the parents don't want it and the kids want it? Yeah. You know, or vice versa. Right. Yeah. What do you do? What do you do? That's a sticky spot. You know, I, I think you you let. You let your you let the kid make his own decision if he's of age to make the decision. Like I would say at thirteen years old he would be or she would be old enough to make the decision. And then if you say, Well, no, that's not that's not the case, uh, you know, and of course you're gonna say that if you're against it or you're for it, you know, whatever side you're on. Yeah. You know, well, what do you do to your kid what do you make your kids do that they don't want to do? You know, I've seen parents put their kids out on the 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 busy intersection corners with uh, political signs in the the middle of the night in the rain. And I'm going, really? I like, that's horrible. And you're like, well, we're teaching our kids about politics. (laughs) Okay. Possibly, you know, let your kid make its own decision. If, uh, if your kid wants to do that or not, I don't know. So, all right, this is episode 31 Bailey's black cloud podcasts in the golden scissors studio. Big thanks to all of our sponsors. If you'd like to be one, feel free to reach out to either me or Nate on our social media channels. We would love to help you and have you on here. Nate is getting ready to move to Mexico, so we only have a couple more episodes of uh, Nate. Those dogs are driving me nuts. Of Nate doing the podcast from the Golden Scissors studio, and then um, and then you're in Mexico doing it. Yep. I um, sold my car today. Did you really? Yeah. Uh, how much you get for it? Can you say? Um, no, I don't really want to say. But <laughs> <laughs> was it was it more than what you wanted? Uh, it was a good. I sold it to a friend. So with you know the Kelly Blue Book thing. Where okay, hold on. Stop there. Okay. You should never sell your car to a friend. Why is that? It's just bad. It's it, something goes. Just you should never do it. It's like loaning money to a family member. Yeah, but if something goes, were wrong, you going to tell me about this for the radio show? Because this is a great. Co- I love this conversation. Oh, it just happened like an hour ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I think it'll be fine. I mean, if I sold it to a dude, a random dude, I'd still have to, you know, figure it out. Well, you if know, something if, goes I mean, wrong. Yeah, if something okay. went wrong. Yeah, but here's the deal: if something goes wrong and it's past a certain time, and you're like, you know, it's kind of on you. You own it now. Mm-hmm. Then. A friend, you're going to be a lot more helpful than a stranger. Mm-hmm. Some stranger, a couple months from now, like, dude, this is, uh, you know, you kind of sold me a little bit of a lemon here. When you didn't, but you're going to, you know, you sold me a lemon. Yeah. Like, go fuck yourself, right? Yeah. Friend says that, you're not going to tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. That's why you don't sell a car to a friend. But I gave him a good deal. 
doesn't matter. He still spent X amount of dollars or she spent X amount of dollars. Do I know this person? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> we can say who. Yeah, Steve uh, McCollum. He doesn't have his own car? He does, but he needs one uh, a work car. Oh, well, <laughs> he bought your car. <laughs> Hello, I'm Steve McCullum, and I needed a beater for my work car, so I'll buy Nate's piece of shit. Hey, it's a good car. <laughs> it's a reliable car, but it's a piece of shit. It's my second car. I'm Steve McCullum. <laughs> Makes you feel poor. <laughs> I needed a second car just to putz around town. I like to go off-roading on the weekends. I'll buy your car and beat it to shit, then leave it out in the woods and burn it <laughs> how much will you sell me your car before you move to Mexico? <laughs> all right well that's cool so yeah. why'd you get here uh i mean i, I, didn't, I didn't give it to him okay <laughs> not yet we said it just happened well i just uh we just made the deal like I, he was asking me about it and he's like i'm sending you the money tomorrow and i was like oh okay i didn't know you how's he sending you the money uh, I don't know. It's uh, I think it was like a lender service or something. Okay, so he's not selling it to you. No, because there's they tell me how much you paid for it. Yeah, because you can only put you can only send five grand in Zell. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah I know it's it something like that. But yeah, no. Okay, um, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just sold the fucking car. I had to get to my house. Like I would have picked you up. <laughs> well, and that's the other nice thing too is since selling it to a friend. He knows I'm moving to Mexico, so he's gonna let let me use it and you know for longer than I. Yeah, would. but you could have done that with somebody else too. Yeah, but you just say, "Hey, look, the the car's not ready until you know September fifteenth. But usually, people, if you're looking for a car, you don't want one in two weeks. You want one now. Uh, yeah. Well, that would be part of the deal. You know, you you see it, you look at it, you're like, "All right, well, I need it now. I don't want the deal anymore. It's not going to be ready until September fifteenth. All right, that's fine. No big deal. I can wait till then. Just like you know, when you buy a house, you like can't get in the house for so many days. Yeah. Whatever the situation is, the car market's hot right now. Right? Really hot. Yeah. Yeah. Really. There's because we don't have any. Yeah. There's no inventory. Yeah. They're all sitting on a fucking car lot in China. <laughs> or no, they're all sitting on a car lot here. They're just waiting for these chips from China. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> like if you if you Google search uh, the the car market and you'll see just lots and lots of cars like L O T S not like a lot yeah. but lots, lots of cars. And they're just sitting there at the manufacturer waiting for these fucking chips from China. <laughs> so China's crazy. got these chips that we need. You know, the car, you know, the good old days of the 67 Mustang that would just run on gas, heart, sweat, blood, and tears. That shit ain't happening anymore. In order to make your car run, you need a microchip that's as big as your fucking fingernail. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that's cool. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. There's one less thing to worry about. So that's the last big thing. That I have to sell. So. You're a little sad, though. You're like, that's it. This is real. This shit's real. Mexico's real. Yeah. Well, like, the car made it real. Yeah. Well, the I'm going just... away party on Friday made it kind of real. Yeah. Yeah, my wife's getting excited. She was a little, like, like stressed because we're trying to sell everything, you know, all at once. But um, but now that it's getting close, now she's, you know, it's like going on vacation. You know, you're kind of like, ah, oh, it's still three months away. But then now that it's, you know, two weeks away, it's great. Uh, I hate to say this to you. But it's, I got to be honest. I've always been honest with you. Mm -hmm. I'm giving you 15 days in Mexico. (laughs) Not that you're going to move back in 15 days, but I'm just giving you 15 days in Mexico. And you're going to say, what the fuck did I just do? (laughs) You won't admit it out loud. You'll think it. You'll start to admit it out loud about 28 days in. (laughs) You'll be like, we really need to reevaluate this. I'm just telling you, the perma vacation thing only lasts for so long. Now, I will take that back if everything works out in your favor. 
And that means the social media stuff, like the Hansons on hiatus, mm-hmm. the social media channel that you're doing. Yep. You want people to follow you on your YouTube channel and all that stuff. Uh, have you already made that? Mm-hmm. Is yeah. it the same thing? Yep. Hansons. Yeah, Hansons on hiatus on YouTube and Instagram. Okay. So if that takes off, in which I hope it does, I really do, um, then it'll be different. But if you're like talking to five dudes in their parents' basement, jacking their monkey to Cheetos and, and weird porn, <laughs> watching the Hansons on hiatus waiting for a boob shot from your wife, <laughs> then, then you're like, what the fuck did we just do? Move to Mexico. <laughs> so anyway, all right. Uh, my story for this week's Black Cloud podcast. I like how this podcast thing is evolving. You know, it's talking about other shit and then we can get to my stories and stuff yeah i you know after last week's episode which was very tough for me and, and thanks for all the feedback and, and all the nice comments you know with the passing of my dog Allie, got her ashes uh the other day i'm actually looking at them right now and i gotta figure out what i'm gonna do with them yeah that's what, what are you gonna do do you know yeah i don't know um <laughs> i don't know so my old, I had ashes from my old dog that I forgot I had, and I found them years later, like recently. And I took them in the, our backyard here, and I just, you know, like kind of grown ups too. It's like, here's to you, buzzer man maker. Yeah. Here's to you, you know, <laughs> and you're just like, poof, and they're gone. The ashes disappear. Ashes of a living being stick around for a minute. They don't just wash away. Yeah. They don't just, you throw them in the air and they go poof. So, you know, I want to put the, I want to memorialize Allie in our backyard because that's where she'd go pedals and duties and all that stuff. And yeah. that's her place. I just don't know if I take the ashes and there's, you know, even though it's a little bag, there's a lot of ashes in there more than you think. Yeah. Oh yeah. They they'll stay there for a long time until they wash out. So I don't know if I bury the ashes or, or what I'm going to do. I haven't figured that out yet. Yeah. With my childhood dog, we, uh, kind of dumped her ashes in the ocean and that's a good call because it's the ocean yeah, yeah. but if it's windy which it was that day mm. it blows back and sticks all into your legs and then it's kind of weird it's weird yeah it's it, and then you're like oh fuck this whole thing up yeah <laughs> and that's the last thing i want to do is mess that up so i don't know i don't know what we're going to do but thank you for all the nice uh comments and stuff both nate and i in four weeks time have lost a dog and it's been tough you know and you know i had to listen to my own advice that i gave to him and it's true, you know, and I'm moving on and I'm moving forward and it's tough. You know, we still have certain things around the house that have not changed yet. Haven't gotten around to doing that. Her blanket's still in the bed because mm-hmm. Milton, our other dog, and they grew up together. So, you know, he misses her immensely, like so much that we had to take him to the vet because he had a broken heart. True story, you know, and, and that's what the vet said. He said, she, she said, he's got a broken heart. That's why he's physically ill right now. Mm-hmm. But her blanket is still in the bed. It's her scent. It's her smell. I don't want to wash it. I can't wash it. Yeah. It's and it's hard. a weird fucking closure thing. I know. I'm just not ready to wash it. Yeah. We got, we have a little kind of Tupperware. I don't know what you call it. Just kind of like a tote thing. And we put Pharaoh's blanket and um, collar and just those kind of thing toy in there. Mm. Yeah. Cause I can't wash it cause it still smells like them. You know? Yeah. Can't yeah. do it. Can't move on. But thank you very much. This week's podcast uh, episode is going to be a little bit different. This week's black cloud is a little bit different. Uh, not as deep, not as not as emotional. <laughs> emotional for me because this kind of dude just drives me insane. So I bought a vending machine finally for Paradise City, our cabin in Mineral Bluff, Georgia. ParadiseCity.com pop if you want to stay there. It's pretty cool. Really cool, actually. And we got this idea to put a vending machine in our Airbnb from one of my wife's 
real estate clients that has a bunch of them and he makes tons of money. Not that I'm trying to rip off my guests. No, it's just it, a convenience factor. It's a total convenience factor. I mean, if you're on the mountain, it's the middle of the night, you need a tampon, you don't want to get up off the mountain. Where do you go? You go to the Paradise City vending machine. That's right. Because there's going to be tampons in there. Mm-hmm. As weird and gross as that mm-hmm. is, my wife's idea, I was like, I guess that's pretty brilliant. Yeah. You know, we'll have uh, Band-Aids, we'll have coffee, we'll have orange juice, we'll have Coca-Cola, we'll have Diet Coke, we'll have soda water for mixers in case you run out of mixers for your drink, for your liquor. We'll have some chips, of course, Pringles to be exact, which is a great call, right? I mean, yeah. what, how, many, how many times have you seen Pringles on a vending machine? Right. Once you pop, you can't stop. That's right. Uh, batteries. You know, for the kids, if they, you know, their talkie boxes run out of batteries, they can't play their Zelda or whatever the case or whatever they're doing. You know, so we'll have it all in there. So I'm trying to figure it out. And I'm getting to the point where I've almost figured it all out. Like I just today, uh, we we installed a credit card reader. That's pretty cool. It's the tap one where you just oh, nice. takes Google Pay. It takes Apple Pay. It takes all the pays. Very nice. Yeah. And so I, I, I'm, I finalized that. So that's up and running. But now I've got to program this thing. It's not the newest of vending machines, but it's definitely not the oldest of vending machines. It's made by a company called Sega. Not like Sonic the Hedgehog, Sega, but like Sega vending machines, S-E-A-G-A. And this is the older model. There's one guy that works in their tech support department. (laughs) One guy, of course. And all the reviews from this company, not like it mattered why I got the vending machine because it was it was almost gifted to me from my buddy Jeff at Northside Tool Rental here in Atlanta. They weren't using it anymore. But uh, I was like, all right, yeah, sure, I'll take it. He's like, it works fine. It works great. I was like, good. And I paid him a couple dollars for it, and bam, here we go. And so uh, there's one, it, all the reviews say they had the greatest customer service because they answer the phone. And they do. That is true. They do answer the phone, and this dude does call back. This guy, he's a young guy, young black guy. He, uh, we got to thank Chef Erica Nicole Day, Nate. Do you know who Chef Erica Nicole Day is? I do not. She loves the podcast. She's decided to advertise with the podcast, and she's an amazing private chef. She's an experienced culinary, which is a great word. You want to say it? Culinary. There you go. Medicine consultant and private chef. With medical and high-end restaurant background, she's available for consulting on meal planning, for weight loss, helps out the medical conditions that you or someone you know might have, uh, or strict macros for bodybuilding fitness training. I was talking with Chef Erica Nicole Day on the phone, and what she does is she does these um, pre uh, th- these already prepackaged meals, but she's cooking them. It's not like some from a processed plant or something. I mean, she knows her stuff, and she's you know she's got a lot of bodybuilders like myself that would <laughs> just kidding not a bodybuilder. <laughs> so options include, but are not limited to vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, keto, which is very popular, paleo, which is very popular, bulletproof, which I'm not familiar with. Are you familiar with the bulletproof dieting? No, I'm not. <laughs> I've never, <laughs> never heard of it. Me neither. But Chef Erica Nicole Day, she does. Uh, and uh, gluten, soy, dairy, nut, shellfish, sesame-free. Uh, so she does it all. So she covers the initial. Uh, what it does is like when you reach out to her, and you can go to her website, ericanicoleday.com, ericanicoleday.com, uh, and you, you look at the, the plans that she offers, covers the initial evaluation, menu planning, grocery lists, emails with advice and encouragement, potential food production for clients in the Atlanta metro area, 
Uh, so she covers it all. She's educated and experienced in over 100 dietary theories in addition to allergies and sensitivities. So if you are looking for this and you've always asked yourself, how do I get this? How do I get a private chef that's affordable for what I'm trying to accomplish? Chef Erica Nicole Day is the answer. Erica Nicole Day dot com. He loves vending machines like he loves vending machines. <laughs> I don't think he goes home. I don't think he sleeps. I just think he thinks about vending machines his entire like that's all he does. He loves these things. Now, that's not the black cloud because I can appreciate somebody that loves what they do as much as Jamal loves what he does. The black cloud is Jamal's kind of an asshole because he knows so much about the vending machines and I'm an idiot. And I don't like to be talked to like that. It's very condescending. He uses terms like, like I told you before, Mr. Bailey, like I said in the previous conversation, Mr. Bailey, if you read the email I sent you the other day, Mr. Bailey, you would have known that. <laughs> like, okay, say it again. I obviously forgot. Okay. I've got shit on my plate. I got stuff to do. This is like not top priority. It, it's top priority, but not that top, you know? Yeah. So I called him the other, I, I've talked to him like six times and every time I want to strangle him. And the first time I talked to him, I wasn't thinking that I need this guy. I need this guy more than he needs me. And so I said to him, I go, Jamal, I appreciate your passion for this. I think I've actually talked about this. I think we did an episode, something similar, but uh, I said, uh, Jamal, I, I really appreciate your, uh, your passion for vending machines, but you're kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I go, you, you can't talk to people like you the way you're talking to people. Right. And he's, well, what are you talking about? Mr. Bailey, you know, he, like this guy, and then this, oh, this is another thing I learned. So I was trying to find a vending machine repair guy locally in Atlanta just to come to my house. I'd pay you for your time for like an hour's worth of time just to walk me through it so I can physically see you touch all the buttons. That's what I need. I'm a visual guy. Yeah. I couldn't find one to save my life. All these vending machine people that I talk to are all cut from the same cloth. They're like all rejects of GameStop. You know, that really nerdy mentality yeah. that kind of guy that's who these people are mm -hmm. all of them oh yeah i know those people i know they're the computer nerd guys they uh they haven't had the upper hand most of their lives and so now that they they have more knowledge than someone else they like to kind of flex on that that's exactly what it is but i i don't know if they know they're flexing no i don't think so you know what i mean it's not like they're like oh, i know about vending machines and you don't you big former football bully guy you know <laughs> yeah. it's not like they're doing that they're just like hey so much about vending machines and you don't so you can suck on my balls <laughs> yeah he's exactly. that guy right yeah so uh he's really nice and that's the other thing he's really nice he's really passionate he's just such a dick and he's just so fucking annoying to talk to but i've got to talk to him so I keep making the same mistake over and over again. And that's not paying attention and not listening to him. And I keep calling him back and I keep talking to him. And I get so frustrated every fucking time I talk to Jamal, 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 Jamal. So, uh, so it was like the sixth or seventh time I've talked to him. And this was earlier this week. And I thought I was going to set it up at that time, but I wasn't ready. Like, I have to prepare myself. Like, that's the kind of guy he is. I have to prepare myself to talk to him. Oh. 
And so I called him just out of nowhere. I was like, I'm calling Jamal. And I call Jamal, the vending machine place. And I'm like, I, I, get, I don't know what I was thinking. I was thinking like, just quickly, he can run me through the program. Because I'm not stupid. I'm not tech stupid. It, it should be fairly simple. It's a vending machine. Yeah. I mean, fuck, man. You know, yeah. I hooked up my AirPods. I can hook up a vending machine. Yeah, I should be able to. You know, I mean, I... Uh, I was going to give another example, but I really can't give any more examples. You know, I, my problem is, is I'm impatient. I do not have the patience for really anything. Uh, I don't believe in patience for the most part. I think that if you want something, you do it. If it needs to get done and can be done immediately, then why not? There's no reason to stretch shit out. You know, mm-hmm. that's why I hate the world. Yeah. <laughs> I hate everything about when people stretch stuff out i may go ahead and make the decision right now and live with it right yeah especially the uh the slow momentum of the south probably doesn't help that oh my god no but this guy's in chicago oh yeah so this is not a local company this guy's in chicago so he's he's a yankee and you know yankees you know because i'm born a yankee and that's probably where i get it you know you come down here to the south and even Florida, which is not considered the South, but you know, Nate and I spent so many years living in Florida, they're they're slow and low too. You know, it's it's the old it takes some uh sixty minutes to make minute rice kind of thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and they talk about all these side like you would have a topic of A, they'll talk about B C D E F G H H A K or XYZ before they talk about A. Yeah. And, and, and you're and that next thing you know, you're on the phone for a day and a half. <laughs> what just happened? And, and then you finally have to go, what about the original question? What was the original question? Uh, blue cheese or ranch? You know, like, <laughs> like you could have just answered that at the very beginning, but you took so long. So uh, I talked to Jamal um, and I have to take breaks with this guy in, in, in the black cloud, I guess, is that uh, I'm, you know, a lot of these stories that I tell, I, I know I'm not coming across as I'm right every time, I'm right? A lot of the times, but not every time I, I know that I have these black cloud moments because I ask for them. You know, that's why I'm learning even at 46, how to deal with this stuff. So it doesn't bother me, you know, and I've been on tilt the last couple of weeks, you know, with, with Allie dying and, you know, work shit and this shit and that shit and all this other stuff, you know, it's just been a headache, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not the most like I'm I'm very impatient in the last couple of weeks I've been really impatient. And Jamal's just, you know, Jamal doesn't give, give a fuck. I can't sit on the phone with Jamal and say, Jamal, my dog died, I got work problems, and I got this problem, I got that problem, I got this problem. You know, he, he doesn't care. Yeah. So he's walking me through it, and the uh there's a mainframe that we call it, like the motherboard kind of chip, the big you know, like the CPU. Let's go back to me knowing so much about tech stuff. <laughs> the, you know, like uh, the the main motherboard, motherboard, right? Yeah, it's, it's got all the little board with yeah, like probably the CPU on it. Okay, yeah, <laughs> like oh, it's got all the little chippy things on it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I it's got know. like cords in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, motherboard. Yeah, is that the right terminology? Yeah, bro, I, I don't know the terminology for, uh, for but like would that. be in a computer. Yeah, motherboard, motherboard, or, or just yeah, I'm processing motherboard. All right, so the motherboard. In this vending machine, this model, the motherboard, for conversation's sake, is in the back. And I'm on the phone with this this Jamal dude. And he's like, all right, well, you know, open it, oh, oh, you know, pull, out the, the, pull out the thing. And the, the motherboard is in the back. And we need to reset it. And then we'll, we'll be able to have a per, uh, program 
uh, menu that will come up on the LED screen. It's not a problem. So I pull out the gimmick. You know, it's like a tray. You know, mm. it's got where the buttons and you put your dollars in and your credit card swipes that little part of a vending machine. So I pull it out and, you know, look, not for nothing. I don't have the largest arms in the world, but I definitely don't have the smallest arms in the world. My arms don't fit in it. Like you've <laughs> got to reach all the way to the back and he wants me to hit this blue button. And I'm trying to explain to him without sounding like some arrogant douchebag that my arm's too big that I can't fit it in the vending machine. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, what do you think? You're the rock or something? Hulk Hogan? What you got to do, brother? So, like, dude, like, literally, my arm does not fit. My bicep would not go past where the coin stuff is. And he's like, well, you just go ahead. You're going to have to figure something out there. And I can't see. And I'm going blind as a bat. Like, I just picked up five pair of reading glasses from Lowe's the other day. So I can't see a damn thing anymore. Like, I'm going blind so quick my entire life. Perfect vision. Hit 46. Can't see shit. Damn. I don't even know if Rachel's my real wife. I can't see her. <laughs> and so I grab something where I can hit this blue button that this dude speaks of. I look in the back, and, and there's three what looks like blue buttons. And I said to him, I go, well, Jamal, there's three blue buttons. Well, no, what color is your motherboard? What color is your motherboard? Is it black? Is it blue? Or is it green? Oh, shit, man. It looks black to me. Okay, well, it's probably blue. Okay, well, why did you ask me? I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, it looks black. Yeah, okay, well, uh, it's probably blue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, thanks, Jamal. He's like, just there's only one blue button back there. You've got to hit that in order to make this 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 whole process go. I'm like, Jamal, I'm telling you, I see there's the motherboard with all these chip gimmicks on it, some wires coming out. I see three bright blue objects, which look like could be buttons. Now, you're wrong. No, I, dude, motherfucker, I'm telling you, there's three blue buttons there. Well, if you remember me telling you before, there's only one. If you if you see the email I sent you, you'll remember that I told you. You know, here's that shit again. I'm like, oh my God. I asked for this. This is my fault. You keep telling yourself that, Bailey. It will get you through this phone call. So I'm like, all right, motherfucker, I'm just going to start hitting all of them. So I hit the first one, not a button. Hit the second one, not a button. Hit the third one, that was a button. So it went beep and it reset. He goes, yeah, I told you to hit the blue button. I heard it beep. So we're ready to go. We're ready. <laughs> we're ready. To, we're ready to program the Sega DROD4964 vending machine. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Well, what you need to do is you hit to nine and then you cycle through. What option would you like? Well, let's, uh, I need to set the time. Well, uh, it should have the time set. Well, it's wrong. Yeah, but it shouldn't be. Okay. Well, it is. Well, like I told you before, if you wanted to reset the time, you just cycle through. By the time he's done, now I got to hit the damn blue button again. <laughs> Beep. I mean, and we just kept going through this. Like he wouldn't get to the fucking point he wouldn't just tell me what to do cool like everything was no matter what i told you before is if you go and you go to nine and you cycle through so tomorrow uh you know i've had so much shit to do unless you know tomorrow's the day tomorrow's the day i'm psyching myself up for the jamal phone call the black cloud of talking to that one person that you got to psych yourself up for and that's this guy 
Yeah, I know that feeling. You know, it's like a lot of people have that problem with their mothers. Yeah. For yeah. some reason. Yeah, parents for sure. Yeah, I, I, well, obviously I don't because <laughs> I don't talk to my mother, nor do I know my father. But yeah, a lot of people have to psych themselves up. They have to get ready. It's like a, it's like training. It's like spring, spring training in order to talk to somebody. Yeah. You can't do it on a daily basis. That's what this dude's like. And there are people like that in my life. And there are people that I work with, not like in the radio side of things, but you know, like with whatever, like the Airbnb stuff or maintenance stuff like that, that I can't talk to on a regular basis. Yeah. I have to, you know, in the night and the more I try to be nice, the more I get dicked over, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and then when you're stern with someone and you're aggressive and then you're, you're the asshole. Right. It's yeah. like, I, I, I'll never, like, I'm going to die never understanding how life works. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. On my deathbed, Nate, come and visit me. And I'm going to, I'm going to reach out to you and go, Nate, I just never understood life. <laughs> Fucking Jamal. <laughs> well, like I told you, Bailey, I told you how life would work. <laughs> well, if you were to listen to me, you wouldn't die today. I uh, he told you if you had to hit the fucking blue button, you wouldn't have just uh, fucking. <laughs> you you took the red pill. All right. Well, that's it. Wish me luck. Good luck. Uh, I'm glad you got your car sold. Good yeah. things. I like to hear good things. I think, you know, with all the bad stuff that's been happening lately, you know, I mean, the work stuff, obviously, mm-hmm. the work stuff that's about to happen because you're leaving and then we have to retrain and rebrand and then deal with the haters and then the dog's dying. I mean, it's just one thing after another. Probably get fired soon. I don't know. It always, I always say that before the end of the years, uh, before the new year's up. Um, so it's just like so much going on. I like to hear good stuff. I think. The more good stuff that happens to you or people around you, it starts to cancel out the bad stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you could sell some more big item things. <laughs> Make it a little bit better. We can start canceling stuff out. Because <laughs> it'll take probably about five more cars for you to cancel out the death of Alley. Yeah. Got to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Yeah. Selling the Nissan. Death of my dog. Nah, not, 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 sorry, not comparing them. All right. Again, big thanks to all of our sponsors Top Hat Tent, Dr. David Markwell, Chef Erica Day, uh, all great people. If you do want to jump on board, it's cheap to advertise with Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. We'd love to have you a part of each and every episode. Just reach out to either me or Nate. We can give you the full rundown and get you on board and your commercial can play and we'll put you in our social media posts and stuff. Continue to leave the nice reviews. If you leave a dick review, I hope that you get a fungus between your legs and it eats your genitals. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just no need to do that. No. You know, life's too short. Be nice. And if you don't like, just don't say a thing, especially a podcast because you like actively search them out yeah it's not like you're forced to listen to i don't even know how to leave comments on our podcast but that dick figures it out (laughs) yeah well is there more than one well no just uh, we we get the the comments on podbean but i don't know where you leave those is it do you do it on the website or is it through your app or are they nice on podbean i didn't know i haven't seen those yeah they all are nice oh i haven't seen that one but it's just the one on the itunes oh it's on itunes okay yeah but i mean we're nitpicking i mean that's all you know kind of a small operation we got here like we can actually yeah, it's a two-man job. Yeah, see, like, we can see the one negative comment and all the good ones. We should be talking about the good ones, but it's the one that's like, oh, that guy's an asshole. You yeah. know, so just don't do that. All right, jasonbailey.com. Uh, follow Nate's new social media channels, Hanson's on Hiatus. Hiatus. Hyanus. Hi, anus. Hi. Hey, Jamal loves the anus. Uh, on YouTube and Instagram. 
Yes. Those are the two channels, mm-hmm. right? And you're going to post videos of you moving to Mexico. Yeah. That's good stuff. As always, we appreciate you listening. Until next episode, bye! People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast.